All right. <clears throat> Welcome to the Cluster Podcast. This is Lurch. And this is Woody. We want to talk about shit we're into, so we got together and started a podcast, and we're going to talk about video games, music, movies, sports, whatever the fuck we feel like, because that's what we want to do. Uh, today we're going to talk about our top five video games and what they mean to us, why they mean so much to us, and this is our list, so if you don't like it, fuck off! Anyways, uh, go ahead, Woody, at your top five. All right. Hell of a topic today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's an almost impossible topic. Uh, I, I agree. I agree. And this is probably eating up more of my life than anything else <laughs> in the world. Well, one of these games is eating up a lot of my life. because One in particular? Yeah, for fucking ever. <laughs> I'm almost embarrassed to even say how much time I've spent playing that game. Because it's combined probably more than every other game I've ever played. How many consoles have you uh Every one of them. Okay. Except for they released it on... Uh, as a joke, did you see that they released it on Echo? So you can actually talk into the Echo as a joke during E3, and it actually works. So you can actually talk to your Echo and play Skyrim, and be like, oh yeah, I hit point three or whatever. Like, they released it on literally everything as a joke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fucking hilarious. It's on everything. They even, <laughs> dude, there's a working version on one of those Japanese toilets, those fucking high-end Japanese toilets that talks to you. There's actually a working version on a Japanese toilet somewhere. You can be like, yeah, Spider hit you for three points. Fireball to... While you're oh sitting on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Todd Howard, the director, whatever the guy is, he said, he said, uh, they said, when are you going to stop making Skyrim remasters? As soon as you stop, fucker, stop playing it. Like, it's only so popular. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's All right. What's, your, what's your number five? Uh, so I had to pick uh, The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt on PS4 for my number five. Solid fucking choice. I love that game on so many levels. Uh, I mean, the graphics, uh, support from the fans through the developer, that... Huge. 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 For free, too. Yeah. I mean, they didn't want to fuck over their fans at all, which... You, I texted about that, when I was like, dude, look at all this shit. You were shocked. Yeah. Uh, You instantly sent me that article. It was amazing. You're conditioned to fucking be shitted on by developers your whole life. Exactly. Exactly. I get it. I get it. Yeah, so that was amazing. Um, I've always loved open-world RPGs. Um... I thought it had a great storyline, and then outside of that, I probably put as much time into Gwent as I did the actual <laughs> yeah. game itself. Um, and then, luckily for me, I came into the game after a bunch of major fixes and yeah. Yeah. you know executions, and just the game had already had a major overhaul, so it was yeah. really smooth by the time I got to it. And you, you would stop. I, I still stop in that game. Like occasionally, I'll re-download. And mind you, I delete it because I don't want to keep playing that game as much as I play other games. Because if that game's on your system and you turn it on, like ninety percent of the time, you're gonna slide over and just play that. Yeah. And, if and, you see it, you're always gonna be tempted. Just like, oh, it's been a little while. But I will say that I've stopped more times in that game just to look at shit. Like just to stop and just like let the controller spin a little bit. You know what I mean? And take the picture more than just any do a other little game. Panoramic. Yeah. Just, yeah. The vistas that game. in that game are retarded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that was definitely my number five. Solid. This is one of many games I didn't put on my list because Woody put it on. Because, Jesus Christ, that game. It it was so undeniably great the first time I played it that I'm sorry that I missed the first two. You know, but then you yeah. go back and read the reviews of the first two, like, no, no, fuck those games. Those games are awful. They, they, they <laughs> definitely got it right on the third one from everything that I've read, so. The second one had an audience, huge audience on yes. Xbox, because it released on Xbox, because right. PlayStation is so far behind on releasing those types of games. But um, I'm super glad I didn't play any of those. I'm super glad that Witcher 3 is the first one. I cannot fucking wait for Cyberpunk because of it. And yeah. What I was texting you about, like, I mean, 
Hopefully someday this podcast gets big enough where we get to invite him so we can see shit like that. You know what I mean? Oh, that would be... Oh, yeah. my God. Send me to E3. Yeah. Please. Yeah, but E3 is like, <laughs> like... You listen to like the podcast and people like IGN and people like that talk about it. And like, it's just getting worse and worse. And like by the time we get to go, we're going to be like, yeah, it's going to be like one booth and like EA, like Shrek 6 and shit. Like, you know <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fucking awful. But we someday, can still say that we went to E3 though. Someday or an invite on top yeah, of that. Yeah, no, because we have to go as an invite. We can't pay to get in like the rest of those fucking peasants. Because no, like you, no. you, you look at the list of like or the shit that happens. Like the people, like oh, you get to see like you know this sh- stand in line for six hours. Like I went to the PS event in yeah. San Francisco years back, uh-huh. and it was awesome. It was like you know I almost got a little teary eyed being in a group of people, like. Like we were sitting there watching <clears throat> the 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 show, like the trailers and shit. It was such a such a cool event to be a part of. It was like you're a bunch around a shit ton of people that are into video games as much as you are. So it was really fucking cool. But the side part of that is, you know how much I hate people, yeah, and how much I hate groups of people. I'm completely with you there. I wasn't even in the door, and I almost got in a fight with a kid. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> we got in through the line, and they put us in the wrong line or something. We got in faster than them, and they were standing in line longer. And the guy was make mouthing off. Anyways. Fuck that kid. Fuck you. If you're out there, fuck you. Um, that kid, you know, anyway, so you, there's so many people jam-packed in that, that area that you go to see uh, a video game you want to play. They had Uncharted 4. They had a three-hour-long line to play Uncharted 4, and I was like, I'm not going to play that. Yeah. But I did get to see PSVR for the first time before it was released, and that was cool. That's, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's, it's just too much. Anyways, we got off that's track. That's why we need our passes. <laughs> Uh, so let's go to my number five, okay. which, which is uh, Red Dead Redemption. Oh. And it's a game that I did not finish until I replayed it okay. on, no, X- no, on Xbox One. Just making sure you were about to say <laughs> at some point you did finish that. That's my problem with those games. Is It was so hard for me to finish that game because you didn't want it to end. But one of the main reasons I put this game on the list... and. Just because we're looking forward to a second one very soon. Not, not only that, I'm, <laughs> that game's going to eat me up alive. Like oh, that, yeah. That's the game that's going to come out and ruin every other game this year, and everybody knows it. Yep. It, everybody that, that follows video games or is into video games knows how big of a deal Rockstar is and how big of a deal Red Dead Redemption is. Absolutely. And how much people like us like Red Dead Redemption more than Grand Theft Auto. And it's because of, for me, one particular reason that not a lot of games get right is when you shoot somebody in that game, it feels so, like, real. Like, they go flopping around. You see the fucking wounds. I mean, back then on a on PS3 or whatever, it looked like shit. But, like, like when you shot somebody and they go flying through the air with a shotgun, you yeah. know, like, that visceral feeling in a video game is something that not a lot of video games out there can mimic. And I will take you old school and go not a, back to PS1 on... You ever play a game called Nightmare Creatures? I have not. So there's a game called Nightmare Creatures that, to this day, I hope they remaster Because... The, the feel of the combat in the, the game was awful, but the feel of the combat of it was the first game where you, I, you swing a, a scythe or whatever you call it, and someone gets cut in half, and you see the, the body go flying apart, and you're just like, oh my god, it's so awesome, you know? <laughs> and uh, yeah, that I love that game for all the obvious reasons. The story was great, the the vistas, all that stuff was awesome. The horse is stupid as shit and would drive me nuts, but like, yeah, but it was so fun to just be in a western world for the first time. Yeah. And that that like it's never been recaptured. Like they've never done another game like that. that no, was, absolutely not. It was in not. the West. It was you're you're immersed in that much, you know. And uh, did but, you play the knife game because of that? Absolutely. And I was terrible <laughs> at it. I was terrible at it. To this day, I cannot play those games. I'm so bad at them. Like the specifically the knife game. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Like if my fingers are are so bad now that I broke my hand so many times. Like I don't I don't know. 
But uh, that how game... many of you tried the knife game because of this? Yeah, no shit. And how many of you still have ten digits? <laughs> you know what? I tried the knife game for the first time. It wasn't because of that. No, it was because fucking alien. Uh, Remember the scene in Alien? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> sir. The best scene in the, in the movie. Just da, 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 da. Uh, no, that's that's what I tried it like. Um, yeah, and I, and I cut myself with a butter knife, and so yeah. you know what I mean. That's not really a cool thing to say. But whatever, fuck it. You must have been way off then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got big hands and I'm slow as shit, so yeah. it didn't help. But no, that game was fucking amazing. I cannot wait for Red Dead Redemption 2. And um, yeah, it was just the, the feel of that. And like the first time like you do something in that game that you didn't know you could do in a video game. Like when you're shooting somebody and you accidentally shoot your, he- your horse in the head. And the horse goes flipping, and you, and go, and flying, you go flying off, and you laugh hysterically for like an hour. You're like, like I, I can't believe, believe, yeah, like the physics in that game were so perfectly fucked that it was awesome, and it made yeah. that game great. That game yeah. is extremely satisfying yeah. on so many levels. So like, I completely by, agree. By far and away, it had to make it in my it, that that game knocked a lot out of my top five. Like when it, I caught it, caught me at the tail end of my top five writing and it was like oh I was, shit i was gonna Red say Dead. you sent me your outline and, yeah. and a couple days later you were just like wait a minute okay. uh, we're changing this around yeah we did I pretty good believe. we did stick to our guns pretty good <laughs> we did like we didn't change a lot and i think no. we were so dead set on having this list ready for this that we were going but yeah yeah top, absolutely number five red dead redemption all right what's your Love number four it. woody uh so number four is going to be borderlands 2 on the ps3 nice uh, and this has got to be one of the funniest games I have ever played, and by far the funniest FPS game I have ever played. For sure. Uh, the graphics are just spot on to me. I, I just love the feel of the game, the cartoony, uh, everything about it. Um, not only that, but, I mean, how many hours did we play together on that game? That's, an, that's probably the most hours we put into a video game, besides that's, Diablo, for sure. That has got to be way up on the charts for multiplayer for me. Um, because we played it, we played it on both PS3 and with the re-release PS4. We so, I mean, picked up the Handsome Collection yeah. again and then replayed that, and still enjoyed that more than the pre-sequel, which is still to this was, day. Um, that's still a great game. Like it still oh, yeah. plays well. They didn't have to remaster it. They could have just put it on PS4. It'd have been fine. Yep. Like still fun ass, funny ass game. Shout out to Tiny Tina being the best character in a video game ever. Ever. That's by far <laughs> away my, one of my favorites. I would go to her tea party anytime. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that game. That game was still is so. It, it it captures things like Destiny cannot capture. Where I mean, it, Destiny kind of did it. Where like you were, you're in a world with your friends, and you're having a good time. But the gameplay, the gunplay is so good. And I think that's, that is what makes Destiny so good for people. The gunplay is so good. Absolutely. That everything else that sucks about that game is kind of like by far and wayside. And Borderlands 2 not only nailed that, but nailed a funny-ass story, funny-ass side quests. You know? So I'm 100% in agreement with you. Borderlands 2 is awesome, and we put a ton of time. A ton of time. ton of time. A ton of time. And it, but what was great about that is uh, it was just so rewarding. I mean, you could just re-farm things over and over. I still laughed at every single joke. Yeah. <laughs> and then the payoff when you would, like the Bumblebee shield. Oh my god, yeah. Or the invective shotgun. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, it was sure. just like things like that just completely made it worthwhile. What, what was the auto auto pistol? Remember the auto no, the infinite the infinity, the infinity pistol. pistol. Yeah. Million yes. bullets, you just fire that gun. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many things about that game that were just awesome. That was such an excellent game that uh, I still t- I cannot wait. Well, Borderlands Three is gonna be. It has to be announced soon. Like has to be. Like they it, fucked up the, the last two games so bad. Like they, and they they've been joking around about it for a little while. Yeah. So, I mean, 
I, I hope to God that comes out next year. Hope to God. But I, I think that's still two years off, let's be real. But I, I would imagine they're probably going to announce it next year. Yeah. And give us some teasers and everything. I just, for some reason, I think that something would have been hinted by now. We're far past any major... Well, Gamescom's coming up, but right. I, we're far past any like major... Unless they just come out of the blue. like you know, well, they, They're known to do that. Yeah, so. I mean, they could definitely... They might do that. A shout-out to them having the best intro to a game ever, too. With that, What was that song? The Cage the Elephant song? I'm pretty sure it was Cage the Elephant. I can't remember. But one of the best intros ever. Oh, yeah. I mean, the song in general and the trailer. I think the trailer was awesome, too. But, yeah, 100% agree. Uh, so, going on to your number four, what do we got? Uh, the... I would say this being at number four is kind of a disservice to it. But with that said, this game changed everything that I knew about video games. It changed, um, literally changed the way I feel about playing video games. And it's Metal Gear Solid for PS1. Love it was that the, game. It was the first time when I finished a game, I went, that was, and I said this out loud. I remember walking out and telling my dad this. Like, telling my dad, that was not just a video game, that was an experience. And I was, I don't know how old I was when I, when that, when I finished that, but... I remember finishing that game going, holy shit, I cannot believe I first of all finished that game. But I never played anything like that. I had, I had no it, idea about that game. It was game. in a class of its own. I mean, no. that game was so innovative. Right. And to this day, I am horrible at sneaking. <laughs> I don't you know. Are. You are. You notoriously hate sneaking I, games. I hate sneaking games. I carry my gigantism into, <laughs> into my games. I'm just clumsy. I'm a fucking buffoon. I'm going to change you on that because you're missing out on such a... Cl- Cluster, look at that. Cluster of games that are so great, like Hitman. Hitman's awesome. and it's Never even tried it. Oh, my God. The new one's awesome. Just, okay, physics along the sidebar to this. Throwing a hammer at somebody in that game and hitting them in the face with a hammer is one of the most... Just play that game, just do that, and walk away from it and be like, that's one of the best experiences that, that, that alone sounds like a fantastic What they experience. did with the AI in that game, too, is like right before the hammer hits, he's like, what the... And it, the hammer hits him in the face, like, and it's completely non-contextual. Like, it's so good. You have to play that. But, no. Let's get back to Metal yeah, Gear. Yeah. Um, so, definitely the only sneaking game that I can thoroughly enjoy. Assassin's Creed, I'll do my thing yeah. in that. But, no, nothing has ever come close to Metal Gear. I mean, it, that game was so innovative. The sound, The sounds in that game, you, you can still hear you being caught by a guard. That is one of the most notoriously well-known sounds in a video game ever. Well, they still use it. In everything. In, in, in everything. I mean, it, for a while, that was the first thing I did on one, a phone. When you can first get something to download a sound, a tech, that was my first text message sound. That, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's the best alert possible. Uh, uh, yeah, the storytelling, obviously awesome, but it was so, it was so, so, I don't know, visceral of an experience of like, of by the time you got to the, the end of that, that game, it was, it was literally like, oh, I just lived a movie. Like, I was just in a, an action movie, uh, you know, it, man, it was, and it was so confusing to this day. Who, who the fuck knows what those games even mean to anybody? Because the last one started with a giant flaming whale. That's another game yeah. you missed out on. Jesus Christ, play that game. Um, yeah, the story was so bonkers, and everything was so mad about it, but the gameplay itself was so fucking rewarding. And like I said, that game changed the way I thought about video games, and it, I think that you, you go through these generational games once in a while, for me at least, that... I get through this, like, laggy period of playing video games. It's like, nothing really, like, hits like I want it to hit. Nothing, like, really, like, I don't really enjoy it. And you stop playing those games, and then something comes along, like, for instance, like, recently God of War, yeah. where I, I was done playing, like, I was, like, I was playing games, but I was kind of zoned out listening to podcasts. Right. And then God of War hits, and you're, like, you, you get sucked back into it, that it world. It completely entrances you back into, yep. Metal Gear did that for 10 years for me. Where it yeah. pulled me into video game back into video game, and I didn't let go. Like, and, and that game forever changed the way I thought about video games. So shout out to Hideo Kojima, 
Um, cannot wait for the bonkers ass game he's making now. Death Stranding, which looks insane. Um, but yeah, Metal Gear Solid PS One. Let me. I think that's in everybody's top five, and damn well should be. Love it. So, Love it. Number three. Uh, going Let's on to number fun. three for me was uh, Perfect Dark on the N sixty four, and this was really my introduction into a first person shooter. Um, and I just think it was an extremely well-built game for its time, um, especially on that console. I mean, um, that and then just the nostalgia with my brother. It was, it was like the first time that we could sit down and it, as soon as we would start to get upset with each other, it's fucking hilarious. You just turn on the bots, turn them on stupid, and you can just go on mayhems and massacres for two hours. And right. next thing you know, you guys are best friends again. <laughs> and you've just wasted half of your day on, on a first-person yeah. shooter. And I mean, it was just... It was an amazing experience for yeah. me. Still love that game. Huge, 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 huge amount of time played that game. Oh, trying yeah. to perfect those levels in the beginning, trying to get the three, what was it, gold, silver, whatever it was. I, I remember trying to be perfect in every one oh, of those and everything. levels. Yeah. Yep. And, Just replaying uh, it. Goes back to game feeling, man. Like, yes. That, that feeling of that game and shooting somebody, like back then and those graphics in that, that era, like, yeah. it was, you know, it's going to lead into one of the games on my list, which maybe I'll switch that to next because. Because the, the feeling of that game getting shot, you know, like, seeing someone react with the arm, like, the first time you see that, like, you, you're so used to these old school, you know, 2D games, like, you know, shit. They just kind of fall over. Good lord, the feeling of that game, like, chucking a fucking bouncing Betty. Yes. What, what was yeah. it called back then? It was, a uh, Oh, uh... <laughs> proximity grenade. Yes. The first Thank time you. those proximity grenades, bouncing proximity <laughs> grenades down, you just throw it down a hallway and kill whatever bots or your, or your friends or whatever. And, like, the laptop gun you could throw on the ceiling. Like, shit like that was that so fucking gun. inventive. Thank you for yeah. bringing that gun up because Good that Lord. was absolutely amazing. I mean, you could hunker down into any corner and yeah. just just feel so overpowered in that game. It was amazing. And not a bad auto rifle to boot. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, that yeah, type of so. shit. Remember, like, Turok? Like, that almost made me a list, too. It was, like, Turok. Yes. Like, Turok 2 had the Cerebral Boar. Like, it was notorious. Game. We used to do a top five weapons of video games. It was, like, Cerebral Boar, but... Like the feeling of shooting in those games is so perfect, and uh, especially back then. But Perfect Dark, man, yeah, hundred percent agree with you. Lot Beautiful game, a lot of fun, and uh, and Rare at their absolute, I think at their peak, because Rare after that was like, eh. like I don't know if you played Perfect Dark for the Xbox. Not so great. No, I. No. You know what? I didn't, and I'm glad I kept it that way. Then. Don't ever play it. <laughs> okay. It's it's not the greatest game ever. Okay. Um. Yeah. Awesome game. So, Perfect Dark leads me to my number three. Um, I'm going to do Goldeneye because okay. of Perfect Dark. Yeah. I was going to do it as my number two, but because we're talking about Perfect Dark, let's do Goldeneye. Goldeneye is is a game that tied me to my dad. And a lot of things, like, the reason why Predator is my favorite movie is because of my dad. Because okay. my dad, it was like one of the first rated R movies I ever saw. I saw it with my dad, you know. And I just remember playing Goldeneye with my dad non-stop until I got to the point where I beat him and he pretty much stopped playing. <laughs> and then I felt <laughs> just bad. Like, there you go. It was that, like, that side of your childhood. Then I never wanted to beat him ever again because I just want to play with my dad again. You know? Exactly. But I got too goddamn good. I couldn't fucking stop myself. And ever since then, I've been great at first-person you know, shooters because of it. And not saying I'm great, but you know what I mean? Like I've always yeah. been adept you know, at them. That's, you're being modest, but yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But uh, GoldenEye was one of those games where, like I said, Game Fields was nailed in the first time you walked up and shot somebody like, like Perfect Dark. And Perfect Dark was, was, I don't know if it was a sequel or it was the next game they did after GoldenEye. It was. It was. So, it was. So after that, they did, Perfect Dark was basically just an evolution of everything they did, they did in GoldenEye. Absolutely. Know. So it transitions really well. Absolutely. Um, 
Did they lose the license or something? Maybe that's why they did Perfect to, Dark? To 007? Yeah, maybe. Uh, that, I don't know. That could definitely be. Yeah, um, I don't know. Either that or I don't know if, if they lost their license or if the story that they wanted to do... I don't know if they got all the rights to everything. Um, but it definitely ties in strongly. Right. So, right. Um, but yeah, no, GoldenEye was amazing. Was it Temple? What was... Temple the, was one of the yeah yeah, yeah. Temple was With definitely the shifting one of, doors yeah, 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 and yeah, then definitely. you could drop down onto multi level. That's another game that the, the sounds the oh yeah the sound of an opening door. You it's know, the like, first time that I ever kind of like you know you really start paying attention to noises and yeah. and uh, you know you hear that door sliding open yeah. and especially if you knew there was a golden gun out there yeah oh yeah you shit sure. yourself yeah. it was just like if you knew you didn't have the golden gun and you heard that masonry start to slide yeah. over it was just like <laughs> holy shit <laughs> the silencer too in that game. Yes. Like, has to be my yes. favorite silencer. Like, the sound... It doesn't even sound like what a real silencer would sound, but, like, the sound of that silencer and then the sound of the bullet. That's another thing games don't get right these days is when the, the hit... Like, when you shoot your gun in some games, it, it, you feel like you're shooting air. Yeah, it gets you know, lost. The feel of the bullet hitting that person. You it, have to feel that in your control. You have to you have know? the follow-through. Absolutely. nailed that. Nailed that. It's fun. It's fun. It nailed that. <clears throat> so, GoldenEye, I mean, that's, an, like I said, it's another game that's in everybody's top ten, at least top five, probably top one. I mean, oh, yeah. that, was a, that was a game people were playing in college and sitting around four-player shooters, you know. Oh, easily. And, and that could easily be brought into anybody's list, On that insane-ass Nintendo 64 controller that, to this day, I don't know how it got, I mean, it's Nintendo. They make fucking whatever the fuck <laughs> hey, they want. Yeah. <laughs> they live in a universe called Nintendo where they... Have you gone back and tried to play a first-person shooter on a 64 recently? No, but I did go back and... No, I did. It I is tried. the most dizzying experience it, the, I remember the C controls. Like yes. The, the, the C... The, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, God. Nintendo. Jesus uh, Christ. Also, I think being so much younger and having the hand size that I did then as opposed to what I did do now. Yeah. With that, and then that's kind of all you knew at that time. I mean, that was... That's the mark... That's the system that was on the market. That was the go-to system. That was the have-to-have system. So you, you kind of adapt to anything that they give you. But going back now... Yeah. My hands are not built for that controller. It's fucking horrible. That it's really hard to go back to games you used to love and not ruin them for yourself. Yes, like, there's I mean, many that's games why that they stopped doing that. There's many games they've remastered that I've gone back to. I'm like, God damn it, man! <laughs> <laughs> like you have such fond memories. It's almost best not to go back. Like you can go back to the Mario Brothers games because the the 2D games in that era. You can really go back to those games and play those games consistently the rest of your life and have a good time. They're so perfectly crafted. But when 3D graphics came in, it ruined everything pretty much. Because oh, yeah. you got these shitty character models that were blocky as fuck. And you go back to that now and it's barely playable. You know, the, oh, yeah. the evolutions and controls and all that stuff. But those memories created At playing. At that time, it was perfection. Correct. Perfect yeah. Dark and yep. GoldenEye and those... You know, getting shit on by your dad until you beat your dad, or getting shit on by your brother until you fought your brother. You know, like those yeah. memories are, are forever lasting, and those games created them perfectly and rare, man. And, and that's why I love video games so much. Yeah. Is, I mean, it goes so far beyond just the game itself. I mean, it's literally a bubble of life right. that, that'll never get taken away from you. And right. it's some of the fondest memories I've ever had. And they transport, like, it's a good thing you brought that up because I think we're both in the same boat. Like, for me, that's a big part of it. The other big part of it for me is that takes me away from things I don't want to be a part of at the, at the moment. Like, yes. it puts you in a world where you're not going to go shoot 37 people on a dam and be gold enough. You're never going to do that, right? right? Like, exactly. you're, you're never going to be able to do that. <laughs> I'm you never, can today. You can today, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I'm never going to go out and shoot somebody. Like, and people that say that violent video games are a problem, you're the fucking problem. Your parents are the fucking problem. But 
being a part of a world and being sucked into a world and being taken away from your current life problems is fun. That's why people read books. That's why people read magazines. That's why people go to the movies. Well, we just so happen to love video games so much. That's what we do. That's our outlet. Yeah. Absolutely. And it still to this day always will be. I tell people all the time, like, I'm going to continue playing video games the rest of my life. I'm going to be a 65-year-old gamer. Exactly. And I'm going to be playing with my daughter. I play currently. Yep. Uh, you're going to be playing with your daughter. It's Without a doubt. And it's something that brought us as friends together, and it's just awesome. So we both love them, um, and that's – I mean, these are the reasons why. I mean, this is why we make these lists. And we're probably going to do another top five. We're probably going to do another top ten. We're probably going to do top ten RPG. I mean, we, we just – we love them all. And, uh, but these are our top five. So we're at our, uh, my number That was three. number three. Your yes. number three. So we're going to roll on to my number two. Two? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and so this one's going to be Final Fantasy IX on the PS1. Mm-hmm. Um, I've – Always been a huge fan of the Final Fantasy series. Let me interrupt you real quick before sure. you jump sure. on it. That shocked me when you first told me. I remember being shocked by you for the first time when you told me your favorite video game or one of your favorite video games. At the time, I think you told me it was your favorite that video game. That was my favorite at the time. When you told me Final Fantasy Nine, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what? You? Your favorite? Because all we played at that point was shooters. Yeah, it was all shooters. So hearing that from you, I yeah. was just like, wait a minute. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So please it, tell me, it, why is that your it favorite It throws people for a loop. Let alone one of your favorite video games ever. So, I mean, I absolutely love Final Fantasy. I, I've always enjoyed the series. Seven, uh, all them too? Uh, seven was actually, it's up between four and seven, right. probably the best developed uh, Final Fantasy of all time. And, I mean, seven's way up in the contention of best RPGs of all time. I would agree. Yeah. Um, but... For me, I don't know what it was about 9. I think maybe because I was a little bit older and so I could get pretty enveloped in the story. Right. I love the hell out of that story, except the final boss where he just kind of pops up out of nowhere. <laughs> but the satisfaction that I got from that game from grinding and grinding and grinding, I guess it was the most accomplished I've ever felt in a game, being still relatively young to, right. to invest that amount of time. Actually, it wasn't even until my number one on the list uh, ever surpass the hours that I put into Final Fantasy IX, and we're talking, what, 20 years ago almost now. Right. So, um, no, I could never go back to a turn-based RPG now. Right. But at that time, there was no open world. I mean, turn-based is what it was, and I just think that they nailed everything about it. Right. I, I don't know. And then now, with how, I mean, the amount of... Uh, space that you can get onto a disc now with the PlayStation. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. just insane. Yeah. But something about going back to the PlayStation 1 oh. and playing a four-disc game. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. When you got to another yeah. disc, when it told you to insert another disc, yeah. my God, was that a triumph. <laughs> I mean, you knew that you were putting in serious work yeah. when it told you to put in a new disc. Right, and I mean, right, right. That alone was fucking amazing. I still, um, I still have, I've never finished Final Fantasy IX, but it just so happens to be my favorite Final Fantasy because, not because of the story, because I was right. never a big story guy. Right. But the world of that specific game was way cooler to me than every yes. other fucking Final Fantasy. I, that game, that world is amazing. Yeah. Um, it's actually a funny story about that game. I actually, do you remember Game Shark? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the CD-ROMs and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay. Yeah. So my buddy, he fell so far behind in Final Fantasy IX with me. Oh. We We would swap memory cards sometimes and... You know, either that or we would just literally have gaming sessions where one of us would play and the other one would just try and pick up anything that the other might have missed. And right. just, I would just watch. I was completely enveloped in that game, whether I was playing or watching. Yeah. Fucking love that game. Yeah. My buddy went out and bought a Game Shark CD-ROM because he was so far behind in that game and maxed out all of his characters through the Game Shark. And then we <laughs> brought two TVs and two PlayStations, put both of our memory cards fucking in. dedication, man. Oh, this is huge, man. Huge. <laughs> We sat down and went to a secret boss, Osmos, 
And with his Game Shark characters, I actually finished the boss 25 minutes faster than he completed it. <laughs> and this is with a maxed out, what they call encrypted cheating. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, they gave him absolutely everything on the board. <laughs> I had grinded so hard with my fucking characters yeah. and knew that game like the back of my hand that I was actually able to outperform somebody with a game Jeez shark sheet. <laughs> I was something about that game, man. I don't know. It just really stuck with me. I get man. it because the, the, you can. I could tell just because I've never been a turn-based RPG guy and it has yeah. to be really special for me to get to play it and that was one of those games where I was like, I'm fully on board with this. I just never finished it because turn-based RPGs at the time turned me the fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Still to this day, it's hard for me to play them all the way through. Like I said, I could not go back to a yeah. turn-based RPG at this time. Um, I completely see why that's that's up there. I mean, that game that game is pretty fucking awesome. Final Fantasy in general, they're, they're usually pretty goddamn good. That they, one's just special. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're a pretty special franchise. So. Right. But yeah, that one was definitely my tops. The bee's knees on the Final Fantasy franchise. I would have to agree with you. I never, I never want, like, I never was a big Final Fantasy guy. But that one, I, I wish I, I may go back and actually play that if I can muscle through those fucking, you know, if they remaster that one, I'll be all on board. But it's hard to even yeah. go back to the, the one they put on PS4 recently. Yes. So that leads me. Is that what it? I don't mean to interrupt you. No, on no, that game. that's, okay. that's going right, to go right, for my right. number two. So we're going to head on to yours, uh, which is I. I don't think we'll spend a lot of time on this one because it's pretty fucking simple and it's Super Mario World for the SNES, which sidebar, we will eventually get to our favorite systems, but we'll yes. just go ahead and say mine yes. is obviously Super NES. Okay. Um, but that system meant so much to me because it was, I, I had every Nintendo system except for the Wii or whatever the fuck that shit was. I played it at other people's houses, but the SNES came with Super Mario World. Back when games still came with fucking systems. Yes. And Do you remember that? And not promos now where they no. just launched one specific... No. 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 They came with fucking legit games. Like yes. That's how they sold their systems back Absolutely. then. Absolutely. And I think it's the best playing Mario. Even better than the new one. Even better than the first one. Even better than 3, which a lot of people fuck off. I get it. Three's fucking great. We yes. all know three's great. Yes, of course. Super Mario World's the best. Shut the fuck up. Like that, it's. I mean, you can ride a dinosaur. You eat apples. It's fucking awesome. It spits fire. It's. You know what I mean? Like that game was so ahead of its time. Still to this day, you can go back to that game, play it front to back, and have a fucking grand old time. Yes. It's in everybody's favorites list. Every. Nobody, yeah. This game doesn't escape anybody's favorite list. Of course. You're a fucking psychopath, and we're not friends. <laughs> <laughs> Mario World. You can't. You can't surpass it. No. It's fucking awesome. Yep. Easy peasy. Done deal. Which brings us to obviously our number one. What it isn't obvious to you guys because maybe some of you guys don't know how great this game is or how much we both love it and how this game has knocked more hours off our lives than cigarettes or drinking will ever do. Yes. Maybe not true, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It it gives them a run. You want to call it or do I, should I call it? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and turn it over to you. Okay. Number one game for both of us and my number one game and probably will never be knocked off is Skyrim for. I mean, we've said systems for every one of these, I believe, but this is on everything, including toilets. Uh, look it up. Um, <laughs> Skyrim uh, is very clearly my number one. Um, I guess I'll go first. Um, the, I guess what really gets me about that game is that I'm still playing. When did it come out? I, the I original release? It. Yeah, I should have oh, had it up. But yeah. So anyways, whenever the fuck Skyrim came out, we don't have to go over specifics. Nobody cares. The... That game came out, I put 300 hours in, um, I know for a fact, on my first system, right? Which was PS3 at the time. And then, so it came out on November 11, 2011. Yes, so we're talking, uh, coming up on seven years now. So seven years that game came out. And anyways, so PlayStation 3, I put easily 300 hours in, don't think I beat the main story. 
Okay. Didn't beat the main story until I got... Oh, no, I did beat the main story on oh, PS3. Say, yeah, you yeah. had to have. Well, I... Well, no, so, I don't... I, which leads me into the fact that I got rid of my PS3 at one point and yes. got an Xbox 360. Uh, so this was when the PlayStation Network went down, yes? Yes. And I... Said, fuck off, Sony. Yeah, my hands went up in the air and I went, fuck <laughs> you guys. Uh, because at the time we were really into COD and it took us off COD. It for, completely yeah. wiped what we were playing at the time, yes. But someday we'll get to talk about how much we love COD 2 and those the Black Ops and that series, but... Skyrim Change is one of those games. It's the only second game on my list to change everything for me. And it's because you're in a world that I never wanted to be a part of. I never thought I was going to be into. I did the fantasy, all this. I didn't care less. Yeah. But now that's all I want to play ever. Yeah. Like, because of Skyrim. Absolutely. And you could do whatever. And I'm still to this day, I'm still playing it on PS4. I just unlocked a trophy on PS4 for adopting a kid I never knew you could fucking adopt a kid and I think that came out after looking into <laughs> it I think it came out in one of the DLCs uh, that was a DLC oh, and man. that was on the original I mean that's part of the original DLCs okay, yeah, we're so, going back to PS3 okay so I'm still <laughs> getting trophies in that game and it's seven years later yes. I mean there's still shit there's still dungeons in that game I walk in I was like I've never seen this I've never seen this happen in this game and that still happens to this day that's what I think makes that game so great yeah, is I could I've continued to play that game on a, on I mean I played it almost every other day, you know, and they've taken months break at a time, but I've played that game so much, and for me to still find things in that game that are new to me and be like, holy shit, I can't believe that happened, and still have that like first time you played it game because nothing's better than the first time you play a game you really love, of course, except for when you play Skyrim, and that happens literally every time you fucking play it. Don't you have a funny story about the first time I played? <laughs> the first time I played <laughs> Skyrim. Okay, like I said, I've never played a game like this before. You have to. You know, put this in perspective. I never played anything like this. This, this was new to you. This was completely foreign. I had no idea. It was right. a part of this of, of a world. I, did, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Right. And so yeah, the first time I played this game, I literally walked out. And the first scene in the game, you know, you're getting executed or about to get executed. Dragon attacks. You, you're sent on your merry way. You pick a side. You know. You go on your merry way, and then you, the world opens up like all great Bethesda games now do. You're opened up and freed into a world, and be like. Have fun, motherfucker. Go do something. <laughs> Go figure it out, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the first thing that caught my eye wasn't the guy talking to me, trying to get me to go to whatever town that I was trying to go to. Because, you know, they put that in the game. And I still... That happened on PS4. I was like, oh, you actually have to talk to that guy and he leads you to the first town? Yes. I had no fucking idea. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't know any, anything about, about that. Because the first thing that caught my eye was a deer. And you know what I want to do? I want to kill the fucking deer. Okay? So I tried to get that deer. I, I don't think I had it. I don't think you had a bow and arrow at the time. Or maybe you do have a bow and arrow when you start out. But I went after the fucking deer. And I chased this deer for a fucking hour. Okay? And I, here I am chasing this deer. And mind you, I played a ton of fucking games. I'm chasing this deer and I'm having a blast. I don't know why. No, no missions. No, no story. I mean, this has nothing to do with any part nothing, of the game, right? Nothing. No. An hour. And I'm not kidding. An hour I'm chasing this deer. And I'm like, where is this deer going? Why is this deer fucking running away from me? Why can't I kill a fucking deer? And I follow the deer forever. I'm picking flowers like a fucking idiot. You know, and, you know I follow this deer and the deer goes over the fucking waterfall. Okay? So the deer stumbles into the water, goes over the waterfall. So I follow and I go over the waterfall and I'll die. This is my first experience with this fucking game, and from then on, I'm hooked. Because here I am, playing a game I never thought I would fucking enjoy, you know, in a world I never thought I would be a part of, and doing something I never thought I'd have fun doing. And mind you, look at the amount of shit that you could do in that game, right? Yeah. It's still the funnest thing I ever did in that game was chase that fucking deer for an hour. It was a fucking blast, right? I remember you texting me about that, and, right? <laughs> and I asked you how your experience was so far, because I had just gotten off, picked up my copy... Right. You, at that time, were working way earlier hours than I was. Yeah. And so I just wanted to see – because I had played Oblivion before. Oh, so see, I, I had. Yeah, I had so I, that stuff. So, well, 
that and then my ties with RPGs. I mean, RPGs were always my thing. Fantasy, love right. it. Um, so I had played Oblivion. So I just kind of wanted to know what your Elder Scrolls experience was so far. <laughs> and I remember getting that text, and I laughed so hard. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, yes, he yeah. is going to fucking love this game. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that was before I played it. And for how much I loved Oblivion, how yeah. much I was a fan of the Elder Scrolls franchise, I went home and I played that, and it blew my fucking mind. I thought I was a fan of the Elder Scrolls, yeah. but that game took it to a whole nother level. So for me, number one also was a no-brainer. Hands down, uh, I also picked Skyrim. Right. Love that game. It's 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 just a, such a perennial game. It's the reason why it's still being played to this day. It's the reason why it's modded to hell. It's the reason yes. why it's so popular. And why I think Bethesda is my favorite developer is because the density of those games is unmatched. Yes. It's literally unmatched. You cannot... I mean, maybe divinities and shit like that that are out nowadays, but... Of course. But good lord, the density of those games makes those games. You pay sixty dollars for a game nowadays. You pay sixty dollars for a game. Nothing touches the amount of shit that you can do. Nothing. Right. Nothing. Not you even can, close. You, like I said, you continue to play that game and find new shit seven years later. I still continue to play that game. That I, is, I don't think I'm too far ahead of you on my uh, my latest trophy. I, I want to say that my latest trophy earned on that was probably two months ago. Yeah. I mean, we're talking eight weeks. Right. Seven years after release. And I refuse to look at the entire trophy list. Because I know I'm going to ruin something for myself and go after the Platinum. And I've never... You're going to start chasing. Yeah. Yeah. And what happened when we Platinum Diablo 3? See you later, Diablo 3. Because yeah. we, had, we had played so much of that game. We, and we were both like, okay, we're done. We ground ourselves into the ground on that game. Right. And so here's the thing. That's my first Platinum ever. Actually, to this day, my, my only Platinum. My, mine as well. Uh, and so what it was, it was the first time that I had actually chased every single objective yeah. in a game yeah. just to try and say that I mastered the game yeah. beat the game yeah. to to the developer standards yeah. I beat the game right and after that it uh, how many did we turn it on no, after no. we got that platinum and I don't want that to happen with Skyrim yeah absolutely know? not and shout out to the fucking glitches in Skyrim that everybody bitched about okay so the first time you got launched into the air a thousand feet in the air by a giant when you got hit by a giant club you don't think that was fucking entertaining to me that was fucking awesome laugh my ass off still happens to this day it's fucking awesome like I got a funny story on a glitch and I'm sure you have had some type of infuriating uh, moment with the autosave feature in that game yeah my worst moment in that game was an autosave where I ventured a little too close to a cliff just to look at a river down below because I thought it was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. It, was, it was a spectacular view. Yeah. My character started to slide. Well, it just so happened that there was a rock face going, going down this cliff that I hit, so huh. it didn't kill me. <laughs> so I tried to scale back up, fell. What do you know? There's another rock face. <laughs> that didn't kill me. So then at that point... I go to the bottom of the cliff. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to survive now. Now I get down there. Well, I ended up between a boulder and I want to say Whiterun's castle walls. Oh, good God. Yes. Screw those castle walls, by the way. So I'm in between a boulder, a cliff, and castle walls. Yeah. And so it was just like, well, no, not at all. (laughs) I I probably spent 15 minutes trying to figure out how I could traverse back up the cliff or over this boulder because I knew that the walls were completely out of... Couldn't do it. So eventually it was just like, you know what, fuck it. Went back to my autosave. Wouldn't you know that my autosave was on the rock face? <laughs> so it was just like, okay, you know what, fuck this. Yeah. I'm going to go back to my last hard save. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. I had what, done, 40 hours. 40 I had not done a heart save in about four and a half hours. And it was just like, I learned my lesson on that one. Yeah. So I remember I struggled with this fucking cliff for three hours that night. <laughs> Went to work the next day, still pissed off. Yeah. Woke up, got ready, driving to work, still thinking about this fucking yeah. cliff that I just <laughs> fell off of. And why in the hell would it autosave? Talk to our buddy Judd. Yeah. First thing, you know, this fresh mind, I guess. Once you get frustrated, it, it's best to just walk away. Yeah. So he had a fresh mind. He goes, uh, well, have you already finished the Companions Guild? Yeah, why? Did you try and become a werewolf and just run? <laughs> no, no I, I hadn't. Well, uh, do you have your whirlwind shout unlocked yet? Yeah. Yeah, why? Did you just whirlwind shout up over the boulder? No. Heron, the, the brilliance of this game, right? <laughs> Heron, the brilliance of this game. And as much as you try... But you try to avoid the companions quest. I guess me and you are just tethered to that quest because I cannot get away from those. It has to be quests. done. That and I cannot be anything but a sneak archer because <laughs> that's the best feeling in the game: is sneak arching and shooting someone in the face in the, from a mile yeah, away because yeah. of the thud of that game. But yeah, Skyrim number one by far away. Couldn't couldn't do. And then we kind of also threw out our honorable mention also yeah. already uh, talking about the platinum trophies, but Diablo. Hundred percent. It was it was definitely on there. Yeah. Uh, when they brought that to console, I mean, we the Ultimate Evil Edition was. It got a lot of our fucking time. That and you know we're not PC gamers. I I played PC games in the past. I've played the Half Life. I loved Half Life. I, I did that back in the day in solitaire. I remember getting my first computer and playing Minesweeper and all that dumb shit. Yeah, of course. But play, of course, I've never never been a. I've never well. A, I've never had the fucking money to be a PC gamer because you want to have the best shit. Like you of know, course, you know, yeah, you want everything. Five thousand dollars on it. PC, but I always well, wanted yeah, an I can't Alienware. Afford it. Always wanted an Alienware. Still to this day, someday I'll get an Alienware for myself. Always wanted Alienware, but with shout that out said, Alienware. Yeah, give us a fucking computer, <laughs> Alienware. Love your shit. Um, no, seriously. Um, and so when they brought that to consoles, it was just like that's one of those games that they they drag over. We're just like fucking. You have no idea how much you're gonna love that game, and you realize why everybody loves that game. Yeah, yeah shout out absolutely. to Diablo Three. Yep. And uh, in the next 45 years when they release a Diablo 4, we'll play that because it takes forever <laughs> to get those games out since they're still updating Diablo 3, for yes. Christ's sake. Yeah, they're, they're still rolling out new seasons and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Well, they're they're going to keep doing that as long as people keep playing. It's of the course. same thing with Skyrim. I, I hope they re-release that game on every system. Now, hopefully this new one obliterates it, and that'll be out, like I said, in fucking... Hopefully, hopefully within the next four years, but let's be real here. Yeah, well, especially when they start talking about possibly next-gen console. Yeah, I mean, they're doing... We're s- just getting into the heart of this generation. We're, I, think we're, I think we're there. I think we're at the peak. I, I think we're at the peak. I think we're going to get... I think we're going to get six... Let's say six is a weird number. Five to ten more brilliant games in this console generation. Brilliant, brilliant games like Top of the Tier, Cyberpunk, those type of what, games. I think they're going to release on this... This and then we're done. I think what we're, do you think? Tapped it? God of War? No, I, I don't think God of War. I think Cyberpunk's going to tap it. I really no, no, do. no. But I'm saying, do you think God of War is God, what yes, got us yes. to that peak? I mean, I, that I, is what introduced us yes. to what this generation can do. Yes, I think. I think overall graphics wise, I think God of War just really it hit the ball out of the park as far as storytelling, graphics, it just but gameplay, length. Uh, aftermath. I mean, everything apart. I mean, it just it showed what sound. Yeah, what what everything was capable of. Right now, I think that's the best game of the generation of this new consoles I, by far and away. I think I everybody agree. agrees. Yep. I think as soon... I, I think you have to create distance away from these great games before you can call them great. But I think hands down, everybody played this game, whether you finished it or not, everybody went, this is the game. Like, this oh, yeah. is obviously... The, even if you don't like it, this is the fucking game. Th- that game will stay on my mind for a long time. Um, like you said, it's so fresh that... Yeah. I mean, it's the best game that I've played in a long time. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's fucking amazing. Yeah, um, that's another one of those games that sucked me back in playing video games again. No, but I, I don't think it's that that as monumental 
as some of those games, but for me, but it is it's the one that went here. You go. This is this come, is what games are capable back. of. Yips. Yeah. Welcome to the world of what the PS4 can do. Right. Yeah. Um, no, and I definitely agree. Uh, that's the only reason why I didn't put it on my top five was yeah. because it's it's really fresh. Um, yeah. And to to upheave any of these games, uh, yeah. it's going to take a little while. I haven't even replayed it yet. Yeah. Uh, you have to beat it first. You can't. You can't. You can't put it on your list until you beat it. Well, this is true also. Yeah. yeah. And uh, when you have a toddler and another uh, one on the way, trust me, beating games is hard to do these days. Let me say that the only reason why I'm allowed to play so many video games is because I work in the middle of goddamn night. So when I get up on my nights off, I literally have nothing to do. Right. I don't do drugs anymore. I don't party anymore. So what do I do? I get up and I play fucking video games all night. So thank God for working night crew. But uh, with that said, that's our top five. Um, if there's anything else you have to add, Mr. Woodrow? Uh, no, just uh, want to introduce ourselves one more time, Lurch and yeah. Woody. Uh, just thank you guys for tuning in. Um, going forward, if there's anything else in particular that you guys want to hear, uh, we're probably going to roll out a couple more top fives, uh, go down a list of a few different things. But if there's ever anything in particular that you guys want to hear, please reach out to us, let us know. Absolutely. We're going to get to the point where we're talking about more than just video games and more than just our top fives. This is just an entry-level... We're just starting, and uh, this is something we enjoy and something we're going to continue to do. And you can reach us at the Cluster Podcast 14 at gmail.com with any complaints, or you want to argue, or you want to talk about Trump, or you want to go fuck yourself, you can email me that. I don't care. And uh, we're going to continue doing this. It's something that we really, really think is going to be cool, and uh, hopefully we can get big enough and get an audience enough so we can actually talk to people and have a conversation with people that we normally wouldn't talk to. So I think that's one of the big part of it. Uh, yeah, I would, I'd love to be hands-on with some people. Eventually. Yeah. That, that would be yeah. awesome. Uh, in the meantime, it's just really nice to have kind of a venting. Yeah. Uh, just to get things off our chest right, right. now. It's mainly why we started this, right? Mainly, well, yeah, 100%. And, you know, we're two big, angry fucking guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're giants, by the way. We're giants. Uh, if you couldn't tell by lurch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know. <laughs> uh, we, we, are, we are two angry guys that see a lot of shit that we like to complain about and talk about and get it off our chest. And we love a lot of shit. And we know there's a lot of people out there that love a lot of shit that we love. And so being able to talk to people and enjoy this type of thing is, is awesome for both of us. So, yeah, so before we end, though, I want to shout out to my brother's YouTube channel. Um, if you're into horror and you're into horror memorabilia and genuinely awesome pe- people, which he is an awesome person, his name is Boogeyman Ben, and that's his YouTube channel. Like I said, he's got... He's got maybe the coolest horror room I've ever seen. Like, legitimately, I don't know how much money he's into it, but the guy knows horror movies, knows movies in general. Like, you could say a line in a movie, and he would rattle it off the top right. of his head. I mean, he's right. br- his, his mind is brilliantly tuned to movies. And so um, you can see that in his content. So uh, Boogeyman Ben is his YouTube channel. Love the dude. Um, uh, hit him up. Um, and, yeah, that's it, man. This is Lurch, and uh, thank you for your time, and hopefully we can get this out. So... And all right, guys, and this is Woody, and I just want to say the same thing. Uh, thank you uh, for tuning in, and hopefully you'll be hearing from us real soon. But like we said, please uh, contact us, discuss, debate, uh, argue. I don't give a fuck. Just uh, stay involved. We'd love it. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. <laughs>